my goal from day one has always been to try and get it back so that kids of this day and age can kind of uh, time warp back and experience what it was like for their parents, you know, what the internet was all about back then, and possibly get a fire going in them to learn how to get into programming and make a good choice in their career so that they can look back at the experience and be like, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, I would not be where I am today. And I'm thankful for that. So that's always been the goal is to just give back to the community, the experience that I had. Hopefully that uh, it sets some, some kids in the right way. Welcome to AOL. Welcome to AOL Underground. What was it like talking to God's Misfit after like reading his document and recreating protocol? Yeah, it's like just been the most amazing experience. It's like after like 22 plus years of these guys not really talking to each other anymore, being like so far away from AOL, like now they're all here in one place and they're all together and they're all chatting and they're all getting back into their programming and chatting with me. And it's just like the most amazing experience ever. I'd love to be able to share the experience with everybody because it's just such a, an enlightening experience for sure. I looked up to all these guys and now they're sitting here supporting me, looking up to me, you know, and thanking me for what I'm doing. So it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's super cool. I feel like, I feel like a lot of us needed this, right? I mean, it's funny. Uh, a lot of old AOLers, I think they're all primed for a midlife crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, not everybody, but a lot of them are in their forties. Right. And, but also, you know, nostalgia, nostalgia is a real thing, man. I mean, when you look back, I think everybody had fun at AOL uh, back then, either that or you stopped signing on. Right. Yeah. Just being able to tinker in the community. And it's really cool that the AOL discord is just not toxic. Uh, and even the chats in AOL that, you know, the agree creative, they're not toxic. So it's really awesome to actually this day and age of the internet, I never thought, I seriously never thought I'd be in a chat room again and have it feel like it did back in the 90s. So it's it's really cool. It is really cool. To be honest, I think uh, the project just it came along just at the right time. You know, it definitely lifted the spirits of a lot of people. Just seeing that and being able to get back to their best times of their lives, possibly. So, yeah, it's humbling for sure. Awesome. So what's your goal for the project? It kind of sounded like your, your initial goal was just to like get a few things working, put it out there. And now there's like the Discord and the community behind it. Have you like set any goals, like, uh, like some milestones for the project? Well, my goal from day one has always been to try and get it back so that kids of this day and age can kind of uh, time warp back and experience what it was like for their parents you know, what the internet was all about back then and possibly get a fire going in them to learn how to get into programming and make a good choice in their career so that they can look back at the experience and be like, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, I would not be where I am today. And I'm thankful for that. So that's always been the goal is to just give back to the community, the experience that I had. Hopefully that uh, it sets some, some kids in the right way. Any milestones, I I suppose it would be uh, just getting it going so that people can jump on. 
I'm having some stability issues right now, but I think people are tolerant of uh, my pace right now. But the major thing, I guess, would be, uh, yeah, just getting it back on, trying to restore as much of it as, as we can. I mean, it's all vapor, so we're kind of just pulling it all out of thin air right now. So so is it just you programming, or do you have other people coding as well? Are you all contributing like in GitHub and stuff? No, it's it's just me coding. I'm not releasing any of the source to anything right now. It's just me. I, I kind of figure like if I start letting people in or onboarding and start open sourcing it, then it kind of takes away the passion that I have for it. And I, I don't want to lose that passion right now. Oh, okay. So it's important for you to keep it like close source to yourself because you're just you're enjoying it. You want to keep enjoying it. That makes sense. Yeah, I want to I want to keep enjoying it and keep evolving and keep getting better at uh, coding. And when it becomes a, to a point where I feel like I can be like, okay, I've I've done enough. You know, it's time to let other people in on it. Then then I will for sure. But right now it's. It's my passion, and I kind of want to keep it that way for now. Interesting. So, what made you decide to use IRC as the backend for like the chat rooms and stuff? I had I originally I had I wrote a rumor protocol and an instant messaging protocol, and so I had like two other um, instances of threads going to handle all those, and then I was like trying to work with um, giving people. Um, power over room, like uh, operator status and all that kind of stuff. And then it kind of just popped into my head, like, what the hell am I doing, you know, reinventing the bloody wheel? There's IRC for God's sake, you know? So I kind of like, okay, I'm scrapping all that and I'm just going to switch over to IRC because it's already got all that and all I need to do is just interface with IRC and I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So yeah, that's, that's why I chose IRC. That is super creative, by the way. That's really cool. Thanks. So it sounds like, I mean, actually, I, I kind of discovered this myself. I, I, I found the IRC. I think I was actually talking with you <laughs> like at 2 a.m., 2 and 3 a.m. this morning. I, I didn't realize you were slapty, but um, I was stony. And I, it's really cool that the program talks to IRC and then you send the correct packets to the AOL client, right? For the, for the end users, so they can they can interface with the chat room, and it's kind of like you're the the go in between, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. The server kind of just handles what it needs. It builds all the FDO streams and sends them to the client, and it breaks down all the FDO coming from the client, strips out the useful data, and sends what it needs to to the IRC. So yeah, just back and forth that way. So is there? Is there queuing and stuff too? Like, are you dealing with queues? Uh, not in the sense where, you know, when, when you mention queues, people automatically go to, okay, so there's a buffer and it's got to wait and all that kind of stuff. So no queues in that sense. No, what I'm doing is I'm using uh, a Syncio threading. So I, I suppose it has its own send queue built into it, but me personally, I'm not, I never wrote any queues or anything like that. So the data just comes in, gets processed, sends it out. Doesn't really care about the uh, uh, how much is coming in. It just deals with it all and then spits it out, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like multi-threading. Yeah. For concurrency. And then have you gotten to the point where you've realized like once I hit this many users or chat rooms or concurrent messages, I'm going to need to like scale up or scale out? 
Have you, has a, have you got to that point yet? I uh, haven't got to the point yet, but I had already um, thought about that. Like when I first started, so I had started uh, designing it to be uh, node based. So I could have uh, multiple servers running and they'd all communicate with uh, the IRC backend and one somewhere else or three or four of them different addresses and everybody can start off they can start offloading users to all these other ones and they would all still use the same irc backend so it's already set up to be like that so i can have like three servers going and you know 100 people on each one but they'll all be able to chat with each other in irc chat rooms nice so uh, how will you be like creating the fdo content that no longer exists and like keyword content um, injecting like forms into windows and stuff like that. All that stuff is like pretty much gone. So we've been like scouring the internet for images or any sort of information about keywords. Like it's important for us to find like images or like anything like that. Um, if people have, um, old machines laying around where they knew they were on AOL three or AOL four back in the day. You know, they could get on there and zip up that AOL drive and send it to one of the toss managers in Discord because uh, the uh, databases for those AOL clients have a lot of the information that we need to rebuild, like keywords and uh, other areas, like the bulletin board system that was in AOL and the file sharing system, even some of the chat room stuff. I'm using a chat room FDO that. It's not the actual one because I don't have the proper proper one. So I have yet to find that one. So yeah, there's there's this things like that that people all over the world probably have sitting on their old machines or in a hard drive in a desk somewhere. That's how we have to do it because it's pretty much all gone. So it's just rebuild from images and memories, I guess. So for our listeners, we take a trip back to the nineties. When your client connected to AOL, if it downloaded something, let's say like a keyword or needed to, let's say you're viewing a new form, instead of having to request that every time from AOL, because that would be very expensive in terms of how long it would take to download, the AOL client cached that and you put it in a file called main.idx. And that is what we're talking about. And those files can get very big. And those are the files we want. <laughs> so if you happen to have an old AOL installation, three or four, in a juicy main IDX, not the one from the original install, one that's been sitting around for a while. Yes. Please get it to the uh, administrators in the Discord. That would really help out. It would help a ton because that's all the history right there. It's all on people's old hard drives. It's the only way we're going to bring it all back. So I know you said right now it's going to be closed source. Um, have you thought about letting people create like add-ons, extensions, different keywords, you know, like there's, I think there was a keyword virus at some point, right? Or like plugins or anything like that. Or have, have you given th thoughts to that? Cause I think there's definitely, people definitely want to try to help out and how can people help out? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we're all for that. Uh, we've been, uh, the team has basically been trying their hardest to get a visual publisher designer, which was the uh, IDE or the development interface that AOL used in order to create their forms and stuff for their windows. So we've been trying really hard to get that restored and working so that we can give it to the community so they can start creating their own content. 
because I mean, real is about community content. That's, that's what I want. Once the server's at the point that I can handle that, I want the community to make their own content, you know, put it on real so that everybody has access to it and everybody can go to it. So yeah, we're, we're working hard on getting a development environment going so that people can start doing that. It's important. That'd be really cool to do that. And if you think about, we're talking about getting like kids involved and stuff, I could see them wanting to use like a visual environment. And have you heard of um, MIT Scratch Junior at all? No, no, I have not. If you just search Scratch Junior, like MIT, you'll find it. But like even like my my six year old, she can make programs with it. And you like pick your sprites, which are just like little images, right? So you could have a sprite of like a dog. And you drag blocks to programs. You could drag a block to arrow over, you know, and, like, and go right. And then like, there's like loop blocks. But uh, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to have people just kind of create their own little keywords or lands or whatever. That'd, that'd be kind of fun. It'd be awesome to be able to like, you know, log into friggin' AOL in 2023 and do a search keyword and see some, you know, seven or eight year olds creation pop up on your, on your AOL, man. That'd be amazing. It'll be a dream come true for me. It's what I want. I want kids to be able to do that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that would be sweet. I hope it happens. I think it will. So earlier you spoke about the Nina project and I know they're also going for AOL. From my understanding is they're going for like later versions of AOL that have encryption and stuff like AOL 4 and later. Your AOL is right now AOL 3. Is there ever going to be an integration like with like chat rooms and IM, you think, with the Nina project if it launches for AOL? Yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be awesome, you know, to have uh, the intercommunication like that for sure. I don't know how far along they are because like I don't go to their project at all. Not that I'm against it or anything. It's just I got my own stuff to work on. But I think the integration would be cool. But right now, it's just it's kind of on the back burner until I actually get more stability into the server. And then we'll we'll definitely be talking uh, with the Nina project about that for sure. So this is a delicate subject, but what if you get hit by a bus, man? Like, how is the project going to stay alive? Through the spirit of other people. <laughs> I have one person for sure that has the keys to uh, to the source. So unless we both get hit by a bus, it's not going to go anywhere. Okay. Cool. I, I probably should have said like won the lottery or something besides <laughs> hit by a bus. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of anything can happen. So yeah, it's a good analogy. Okay, cool. Have you thought about legal challenges? Like if this really starts blowing up? Yeah, I mean, that's always been on the back of my mind. Like what if AOL comes after us because we're trying to bring this back and stuff like that. I mean, it'd be kind of silly because we're not like profiting from anything, right? We're just restoring vaporware or something that's been gone and dead for 22 bloody years. So, I mean, I'm not selling any of the AOL stuff. It's all I'm doing is just writing a server that their client works with. That's it. So, so yeah, there, I mean, it's like a gray area. I'm scared about it, but at the same time, I'm like, if I let that bother me, then it's not going to go any farther. So I guess that'll be like something to deal with when the time comes. But yeah, it is on the back of my mind all the time. So there's a fine line between staying true to what AOL was and when the project is no longer AOL and it turns into something else. Have you thought about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty important to me to try and keep it 
as close to what my memory was of it, but I'm not excluding anybody else's memory. Like my memory was uh, like, for instance, the chat rooms, the one that you currently see, that's what I remember. But other people are saying, well, no, that was, it was, you know, the, the chat list was on the side of the window and all that. And I'm like, I don't remember that. But I mean, obviously it was a thing because there's more people that remember it that way than how I remember it. But yeah, uh, I want to make sure that it stays true to what it was like in 1995. So I'm trying, trying my best not to import any of the forms that were like on AOL 4 or 5. I'm trying to keep everything AOL 3. But there's going to come a point where we can no longer create those types of forms because there's no data there. And the only thing that we have is something from AOL 4. So I will have to incorporate something in from there at some point. But yeah, I want it to stay as close to 3. Why limit it to 3? Why do you want it to be 3 so much? Well, because the client's AOL 3. <laughs> true, true. If they want to use AOL 4, then, you know, use AOL 4. <laughs> like if you want the chat rooms from AOL 4, then, you know, use AOL 4. Well, this is AOL 3, so. So you're focusing on 3, right? Yeah, I'm focusing on 3. It's just I know all the FDO for 3. I've only studied a little bit of the FDO that AOL 4 used. So I just, I'm more fluent with three because that's just what I've been focusing on. So I'm just going to try and keep everything at three. Can we talk about 2.5 for a minute? Sure. It sounds like you could log in or something with AL 2.5, but a lot of stuff wouldn't work due to FDO. Is that right? Yeah, you can actually log in with AOL 2, 2.5, 3, 4, 5, and 6. But um, 2.5 right now, you can log in, but it doesn't, the client doesn't get activated to be online. So the top menu bar doesn't activate. So none of the buttons work, but it does log in. Yes. And there's no welcome window. So is that because of the FDO versions? Yeah, they're, they're, they're slightly different in how they work. And I, I don't have like FDO 88 documentation, which is, I believe is which two, two and 2.5 primarily used. I mean, I could be wrong in that, but I've tried uh, sending a welcome window FDO to 2.5 and it would never come up. So I'm, I'm assuming it was more of a FDO 88 type language in there. So if somebody created a converter to convert to FDO 88, would you be opposed to getting to 2.5 to work as well? Heck no. I mean, that would be awesome. I even thought about like version one. You know how amazing that would be to have it compatible with version one? People can like log into MS-DOS 3.5 or something and jump on AOL 1.0. That'd be so amazing. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be super cool. And if like, if you got 2.5 working again, you could get AOL working. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, I, I used AOL 2.5 as well. So I was pretty fond of 2.5 and 3. They were definitely my favorites. Yeah, if I had to vote, it'd be 2.5. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely be looking at that in the future for sure. No doubt about that. Cool. Is there anything else you want to cover today? I'd just like to thank uh, Pad. I mean, he's been amazing. He's been a shilling god, so I owe him, I owe him a lot. Um, he uh, went above and beyond to help get this out there. So thanks, Pad. I want to thank Zor, amazing guy. I mean, everybody's been really amazing. 
God's Misfit stopped by. I mean, that was like, you know, that was amazing. Slushy. Dude, man, the stuff that you're doing behind the scenes, you know, it's been just amazing watching you. As you can tell, I'm like flabbergasted. So at all these guys that are just come on the scene and been uh, helping me out. It's like amazing brotherhood that, you know, back in the 90s, I, I didn't know any of these guys. But now it's just like, you know, you hop on the Discord and they're all there and you just jump on chat. And it's just like a group of really close friends. It's been amazing. So, yeah, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Love you all. Cool. Is there anything else you want to cover today? I'd like to mention like about depression, you know, like it's a a hard topic to talk about, but so many people uh, struggle with depression and it's, it's important that when you're feeling down and out and all that, you know, you, you really need to find something to focus on, something to uh, put those demons to the side and focus on something that brings you joy. That's what real did for me. So it's really important, you know, I mean, find somebody that you can talk to you're always welcome in the real discord if you have chance we're very welcoming especially when it comes to uh, people with disabilities because pretty much everybody that's in the discord has some sort of disability so we all know what it's like and you're not alone it's important to know that you're not alone in your struggles there's people out there that are suffering just like you yeah that's really great advice yeah it's a it's a dark place our destinies in in life, no matter what your religion, what your color is, it's all the same. We're all going to end up in the same spot, in the same place. So it, it doesn't make sense to me to add more garbage to somebody's life who's already struggling hard enough with it, you know. So, you know, be kind. Help people out. Yeah, definitely. It comes back on you tenfold, so. That's really true. Yeah, we'll try to put in the show notes numbers people can reach out to if they're struggling with depression. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, and come hit us up on the Discord. Everybody's welcome. Awesome. Yeah, I'll put in the show notes a link to the Discord. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on the podcast and tell us about Re-AOL. I think this is the biggest thing that's happened for many people in a long time. This is really exciting, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been my pleasure. And I hope uh, everybody that comes and tries it out, you know, it brings them the same kind of pleasure as well. That's the goal. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. the planet. Welcome to cyberspace.